0: Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go! So, would you please welcome with me, Brother uh, Gideon Crail go ahead and uh
1: yeah i'd just like to say welcome to the um maranatha family mm-hmm. and yeah thank and yeah good morning to my beautiful wife that's watching uh-huh. and also to my <laughs> fellow bikers on the road please keep safe yeah and uh, yes and also to my family in south africa i would just like to greet them in my language pa ma robert my Wow. <laughs> <laughs> in English? <laughs> I just told him uh, good morning and I yes. miss them and I love them. That's yeah. right. Awesome.
0: So to all of you, uh, our brothers and sisters, our family in uh, South Africa, right? Yes. South yeah, Africa. South Africa. Good morning to you all and we love you. And we know that you will be watching this uh, broadcast later because we don't have same timeline, right? Yeah, there are six What's hours. Six hours difference.
1: I'm yeah, sleeping now. I think it's like... Of us two now, there in the morning.
0: Ah, so it's just one hour difference with Africa and Israel, then because uh, we have seven hours difference here. Yes, yes. okay, that's good. Um, okay, so uh, are we ready now? Yeah, let's roll. <laughs> 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 let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you, everyone. Once again, I believe you were blessed with our series on loyalty because you know, uh, as uh, as Again, uh, loyalty is not uh, something that we used to hear from the pulpit, and uh, this is a topic that uh, it's uh, not so popular. But it, you know why? Because I believe this is going to deal with our character. So first, uh, I'd like again to just you know give you a brief review on why we teach on loyalty. Okay, we teach loyalty. Okay, loyalty that is taught from the Bible to encourage and remind believers to remain true to the and loyal to the one and only living God and to the brethren at all times. It's very important because we know the, the end time prophecies that many believers are going to depart or leave the faith. Okay, that's apostasy. There, there's going to be a global phenomenon on falling away. Even church leaders. Yes, even pastors, okay, because of that pressure. But that's that's why now we're trying to impart, to plant the seed of loyalty in the hearts of men so that, you know, they can prepare and be equipped and be ready, okay, uh, on times, uh, on the future event. Yeah, because when there's pressure, what's truly in your heart will come forward. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, again, uh, also, we promote loyalty to help boost the spiritual growth of Christians. Yes. Okay? Uh, we want to contribute to your uh, spiritual development, okay, or character development. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, uh, talking about this topic, you know, will help people become aware. Okay? We want to bring awareness and caution uh Everyone, caution everyone about the consequences of this loyalty towards God. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We hope that you can also share this with other people. Right? I just want to
1: say something on loyalty. Loyalty is very uh, much needed. It's crucial in, in marriage, in business. Not just in church, it's like everywhere. I mean, That's I right. mean the world is falling apart because of people don't have loyalty. And I think loyalty is a very crucial yes.
0: crucial element. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> a lot of marriages are falling apart because of disloyalty. Mm. That's right. So you, can you move closer to the yeah, mic? Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So, um, again, uh, this is uh, part four. And uh, we, already, we already gave, gave uh, the descriptions on loyalty taken from the stories of uh, uh, the first Ruth one, and uh, Ruth, yes, and Ruth and Naomi, and Elijah then, and Elijah. yes, Elijah and Elisha, and Jonathan and David. Jonathan and David. Okay, so today uh, we're going to do a brief review on the Jonathan and David thing. Uh, Because I'm going to add one more definition which I rephrased uh, three times. (laughs) Okay, so last week, uh, number six, uh, loyal friends won't betray you because they truly love you and trust you. Number seven, true loyalty is validated by actions, not by mere words. And um, And then for today still on Jonathan and David's story okay so if you missed our broadcast last week uh, we encourage you to watch it later so that you can hear the, the explanation okay they can hear the, the complete uh, reading of the scripture about the you mean the narrative of the story uh, between uh, Jonathan and David you know we have a great learning about the loyalty of between that relationship of that of uh, Jonathan and David. Mm. And so uh, today, I'd like to add this thing because uh, uh, when I pondered on the story of Jonathan and David this week, I realized that there were about seven elements. Seven. So I call it seven in one. You see, uh, there is this word terminology, loyalty. Loyalty. One word. But it is comprised of seven elements or seven traits. Okay. So would you like to read that for us? Uh, 8.1. That's uh, definition number 8.1. Uh,
1: persistent faith. Um, yes. Okay. Persistent faith, uh-huh. ma- marital commitment, mm-hmm. undying love, mm-hmm. emotional support, That's a four. unwavering devotion, Yes, five. courageous advocate, Kissy?
0: Six.
1: Firm alliance?
0: Yes. Seven.
1: Or, or are all hinged around loyalty? That's right. Mm. In a story of Jonathan and David, but the core and most important element in loyalty is love. Mm-hmm. Love is the foundation and the motivating factor in a person's heart that causes him to remain loyal.
0: That's right. So you have the scriptures there. So, you see, uh, that's seven, right? Mm. Uh, persistent faith, okay? Marital commitment, undying love, mm. emotional support, unwavering devotion, courageous advocacy, firm alliance. So, you know, these are heavy stuff, yes. okay? So, these are elements that are hinged around loyalty. That's why uh, when you hear about the word loyalty, it's a heavy thing. It's 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 a weighty word. You know, it it it, uh, it means a lot. Okay, mm. it's everything. So to to others, they say loyalty is everything. <laughs> yeah. It's like character is everything. Because I believe this is a a, a noble character. The, the 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 word loyalty. Okay. So, but the the main, the core, or the foundation, the motivate the foundation and motivating factor in a person's heart. That caused him to remain loyal is what? Love. So we read that last week. You know how much uh, uh, Jonathan loved David and David, Jonathan. Uh, you remember when we were, you know, on our way here, you mentioned about the...
1: Yeah, they had a covenant of each other. David and um, Jonathan had a covenant.
0: They truly love each other. And then how did the uh, Jonathan uh, They exchanged
1: their, uh, like... Uh, they gave him a tunic and his sword, and uh, that's right. That's part of the, That's what people did in those days of, of covenant. Yeah, they gave what is precious to them because it's, uh, it's a very precious thing. Loyalty is precious. It's
0: actually your whole life. That's right. Mm. So, as an act, as a gesture mm. of you giving an oath to be loyal to the, your friend. I mean, uh, as for Jonathan to David. So what Jonathan did is that. He placed yeah. his tunic, his cloak on David. Mm, it's, a okay? it's a sign. It's a sign. It's you know that's that's how they do it, okay, in in those days. So uh, that's why uh, first meeting. <laughs> oh. <Wow. laughs> that's amazing. See, you, you cannot pledge loyalty on someone whom you just met or heard from somebody, mm. but you see at the time David was the hero, okay. Mm. He was the what. The champion yeah, of the Israel. Champion, yeah. yeah, he killed Goliath. You know, he just killed Goliath at that time. And so Saul had this meeting with uh, uh, David. And so Jonathan happened to be there too. And so, uh, okay. Hallelujah. So, with this, the seven in one, okay, in other words, a loyal person is someone who is trustful, fully committed loves faithfully, continually gives emotional support, dedicated, and a a dependable uh, ally, and pleads on someone else's behalf to protect them. Mm. Okay? So, he pleaded with his father for or in behalf of David. Mm. Right? So, because Jonathan was... uh, loyal to david so jonathan uh spoke for david mm. to his father okay yeah. remember his father was trying to take the life of david and so uh jonathan somehow helped david escape yes okay and uh uh in short let's just read the uh, 8.3 okay so this is just a rephrased uh, of uh, 8.1. Okay, mm. I just wanted to give more emphasis on on uh, the 7.1 uh, definition for loyalty according to scriptures and according to the story of Jonathan and David. That's why we have to uh, re, uh, to fuse it in a way that is so simple. Okay, in, in mathematics we call it. Uh, uh, reduce it to the lowest term. <laughs> so, to reduce 8.1 definition to the lowest term, okay, let's read the 8.3. Okay, in short,
1: what? in short, loyalty is the quality of being consistently faithful, One, committed, two, loving,
0: three,
1: supportive, four, uh, devoted, five, a true ally, six, and pleads in favor of someone else's behalf. To protect
0: them. Seven. That's right. Mm. So, you see, a loyal person will be loyal to you. Ah, mm-hmm. no, no. A loyal, the person who is loyal to you will try to protect you. Yes. Will speak for you. Mm. you right? Will try to mediate. Mm. You will try to negotiate, to, to, to connect. And, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Can I just add something Go about the story about Jonathan and David? Mm-hmm. If you uh, read in the future, what happened is after Jonathan died in battle, he had a son, mm-hmm. uh, which was which also later become disabled, and because of this covenant between David and Jonathan, he was true to uh, David was true to his covenant and his loyalty towards his friends. So he took that son, which is disabled, in his care and. That son called Mephiboset, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mephiboset. And that child they had the honor to sit at the king's table wow. because of covenant. So he was look, he was faithful to his friend. After his friend died, he was still faithful to the family of his friend. Amen. So he protected that part of covenant. He protected that child because nobody could uh, protect that child
0: nobody can can take care of the child
1: yeah so that's also like the after the aftermath of, of right. covenant
0: so you see the blessing of you know loyalty yes how much more with God's loyalty okay we're going to talk about that some other time yeah, <laughs> today
1: yeah, our loyalty will affect our future generations yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's legacy yes mm. amen amen and remember the principle on sowing and reaping okay? Mm. It's still on effect, yeah. and uh, God is a God who of uh, retribution, what you sow, you reap. So, mm. amen. So, if you'd like uh, references on that, we're not going to read this, uh, but you can uh, read 1 Samuel 19, verse 3. You will see that uh, Jonathan said that uh, I'll speak uh, to my father about you and will tell you what I will find out. So, you see. He's conniving with David, right? Mm. And uh, Jonathan spoke well of David and to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king do wrong to his servants. So he was protecting David. Mm. See? Uh, etc. But you see, in chapter 20, 1 Samuel chapter 20, 32, uh, uh, mm. Jonathan said to his father, Why should he be put to death? He... What has he done? Jonathan asked his father, verse 33, But Saul hurled his spear at him to kill him. Then Jonathan knew that his father intended to kill David. So you see here, friends, that uh, uh, Jonathan was really um, uh, loyal to David. Very much committed. That's right. He is really, uh, yes, committed. Uh, Anyway, uh, we are going to uh, continue uh, to... Another story, okay? <laughs> this time, we're going to talk about the story of David and Saul. You know, uh, David's loyalty to Saul. Yeah, it's very difficult <laughs> <laughs> to, it to
1: be loyal to people who hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. That's
0: right. That's right. It is hard to sh- to, to, to show loyalty to people who hurt you, yeah, sometimes who attacks you. <laughs> Who especially this one <laughs> soul was trying to kill him
1: yeah and i and i can think just in a workplace i mean often w- we have a boss which is very difficult and very makes it just life very hard and i mean uh-huh. even and we have to even that we have to be loyal to our boss and uh, and i think in life there's always a lot of difficult people and it's really difficult to to show loyalty it's easy to show loyalty when it's your friend mm-hmm. but When somebody is treating you uh, very hard and make life very difficult for you, it's very difficult to show loyalty. So David had a really amazing character.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is. Yeah. So you see, David really showed us, you know, in this story, you know, a a, a character, exemplary character of on loyalty, right? Yeah. So uh, why not uh, let's start to read. Let's read uh, chapter yep. 24. 1 Samuel chapter 24, beginning from 1 to 22. Okay. This is an amazing story, okay? So let's read that one.
1: <laughs> After Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told, David is in the desert of En-Gedi. So, told, uh, so Saul took 3,000 able young men from all Israel and set out to look for David and his men near the cracks of the wild goats. Mm. He came to the sheep pens along the way. A cave was there and Saul went in to relieve himself. Uh That's the CR of those times. (laughs) Sorry, David and his men were far back in the cave. (laughs) Alright. Okay. um, The men said, this is the day the Lord spoke of and when he said to you, "I will give your enemy into your hands for you to deal with as you wish." then David crept un- unnoticed and cut off a corner of Saul's robe. It's like a spy movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Afterward, David was conscience-stricken for having cut off a corner of his robe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He said to his men, "The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed." Or lay my hand on him, for he is the anointed of the Lord. With these words, David sharply rebuked his men and did not allow them to attack Saul. And Saul left the cave and went his way. Then David went out the cave and called out to Saul, My Lord, the king! When Saul looked behind him, David bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Mm -hmm. He said to Saul, Why do you listen when men say, David is bent on harming you? This day you have seen with your own eyes how the Lord delivered you into my hands in the cave. Some urged me to kill you, but I spared you, I said. I will not lay my hands on my Lord, because he is the Lord's anointed. See, my father, look at this piece of rope in my hand. I cut off the corner of your rope, but I did not kill you. See that there is nothing in my hand to indicate that I am guilty of wrongdoing or rebellion. Mm -hmm. I have not wronged you, but you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between you and me, Mm -hmm. and may the Lord avenge the wrongs you have done to me, but my hand will not touch you. As the old saying goes, from evildoers come evil deeds, so my hand will not touch you. Against... Whom has the king of Israel come out? Who are you pursuing? A dead dog? A flea? May the Lord be our judge and decide between us. May he consider my cause and uphold it. May he vindicate um, uh, me by delivering me from your hand. When David finished saying this, Saul asked, Is that your voice, David, my son? And he wept aloud. You are more righteous than I, he said. You have treated me well, but I have treated you badly. You have just now told me about the good you did to me. The Lord delivered me into your hands, but you did not kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him get away unharmed? May the Lord reward you well for the way that you treated me today.
2: Mm.
1: I know that you will surely be king and that the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hands. Now swear to me by the Lord that you will not kill off my descendants or wipe out my name of my father's family. So David gave his oath to Saul. Then Saul returned home. But David and his men went up to the stronghold.
0: Yes, that's their stronghold. So you see, uh, uh, Saul was fully aware that David is going to be king. Mm. Okay, and that uh, he asked that uh, for David to swear by the by the Lord that he will not kill uh, his descendants, Saul's descendants, mm. right? Mm. So that 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 it's clearly, it's clear, it's vivid that uh, this is one of Saul's fear that when David becomes king, you know, his uh, descendants might be erased.
1: Yeah, Mephibosheth was also one of their descendants,
0: so uh-huh. also
1: he kept his word.
0: Uh-huh yeah yeah, that's the future uh, but the the thing is uh you see David did not kill um, uh, the king okay, so what do you think
1: I think it's mind blowing <laughs> really because if I think <laughs> if you act of human nature, you just want to kill man Yeah. you because sh- David have all the right to to, to, to kill him because David, um, Saul was hunting him da- down. Ah. Like, a, like And David could, like That's David right. Men says, kill him, but David just did not. That's really amazing.
0: Yeah, I remembered that, uh, I, I don't know what movie is that, but uh, it, it's a war movie that says kill or be killed. So in in a battle, you know, when you have an enemy, you have to shoot first or else, if they shoot you first, you're dead. Yeah. (laughs) So kill or be killed. So with that principle in the world, you just can't let your enemy go away, Mm. okay? When you have the opportunity and chance to kill your enemy first, that is uh, for your advantage because if you cannot, you will not, if you fail to kill your enemy first, (laughs) then you're dead. (laughs) Like, right?
1: <laughs> like like they say, like eye for an
0: eye. Yes, eye for an eye. Mm. So you see, in this case, for me, see, in a human mindset, uh, we think, okay, Saul do not deserve to live. Yeah. Because he was trying to hunt David and kill David. Why? Because Saul wanted also his son Jonathan to be king mm, yeah. remember he scolded his son Jonathan uh, he said your kingdom will not be established for as long as David is alive so he said bring him to me so I can kill him and also uh, yeah. he was very threatened uh, and was very envious of David
1: mm. he, had a, he was mm. in a sense uh, very insecure and that's he right. really wanted to he was threatened by David
0: that's right because God's favor is on David right? Yeah. And Saul was a rejected king by God because of his disloyalty and disobedience to the commands of God through the prophet Samuel. So we see, friends, uh, uh, this for the world does not really make sense. Why would David let his enemy, let the one who would like to murder him, go away?
1: Yeah, he had a a golden opportunity just to take matters in his own hand and just to to kill Saul, but he did not.
0: Yes, yeah. So David's problem could have stopped, you know, it, it could have been over. It's game over, okay? yeah. No more sleepless nights, you know, you can sleep because you don't have enemies anymore. I mean, you, no one is pursuing you. No one is, you know.
1: And he, and he could have had the opportunity to become king right away. I mean, yeah. if he killed Saul, he would, I mean, his men and his followers could make him king, so he had an instant opportunity to become <laughs> king right Shortcut, away. Shortcut, huh? Shortcut. And it, I mean, like <laughs> yes, we, we right. not like today in today's world, everything is instant. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: So you see, uh, why? So now the question is why? Since this is not the norms, this is not the normal thing, mm-hmm. but David showed such an exemplary character. Uh, of, of, of display of loyalty yes the question is why so let's give uh, another definition for loyalty this is why so we're going to discuss why so definition number nine uh, do you have it? Uh, yeah you have
1: yes. it the person who is loyal to you will not turn against you to do you harm David recognizes the authority God has placed on Saul
0: amen amen and amen And uh, I'd like to thank my wife for this uh, point no uh, He told me this she I mean she told me this morning that uh, it's really you know it's really David recognizing the authority of God upon soul that God has placed upon soul. That is why David cannot touch God's anointed. So we read that, and it's in the Bible, okay? So let's just read at the same time, um, I mean, the number 10, which is almost similar, but more emphasis. I, I gave more emphasis on number 10, defi- definition number 10. Okay.
1: Uh, the quality of being loyal gravitates on God.
0: On God, that's right.
1: Our respect of God causes us to show respect to God's delegated authorities. Uh-huh. Because our loyalty to God's appointed leaders is fastened to our loyalty to God who anointed them. Amen. I think because we all know when he, David was a shepherd boy, he spent a lot of time with God. He was like, he wrote the Psalms in the Bible and I really think David really knew God. Mm. He really knew the heart of God. And I think because we all know that God is faithful and God is um, God is that's part of God's paramount character So that he is loyal and I mm. think why David knew the heart of God because he was a man after God's heart he mm. knew God's heart intimately and I think maybe that was one of the reasons why he could show loyalty because he knew God personally
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so th- th- that's how deep Uh, David's uh, respect and honor and relationship to his God. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes.
1: And because he he really, truly feared God, and I think he learned loyalty from knowing God personally.
0: That's right. Mm. Loyalty is learned from really knowing God.
1: Yeah, that is what it boiled down to, to learn God, to who is God. and
0: Yes. And so, since David knew that it was God who anointed Saul, mm. <laughs> yes, so he, he could be a, if he kills uh, King Saul, he could be someone who is trying to block the the way, right? He's yeah. trying to to hinder the plan of God through Saul, or so he doesn't want to be the the culprit. You yeah,
1: know? he knew God. He truly knew God. Mm. That
0: God has a plan, that when God allows things, so... Yes. yes. That is why when the world goes crazy, I mean, when the world, you know, when everything goes difficult, I mean, you know, whatever experience the church may go through in the future, remember, God is in charge. And then when God allows things, remember, uh, you know, uh, to be loyal to God
1: yes and I uh, I think on also to encourage the believers just to spend time to get to know God mm. get to know God mm. uh, read the word yeah get to know him through the word and that's through right. prayer and spending time also with believers
0: mm. <laughs> that's right so David's loyalty to God's anointed is fastened to his loyalty to to God himself. Mm. Okay, God, David's loyalty to King Saul is a reflection. It's a throwback, a send back or a bounce back. Okay? Of his loyalty to God yes. first. Okay? Because uh, David was loyal loyal to God first. Yes. Right? So David did Saul no harm. He did not harm Saul because of his of the anointing of God in Saul's life. Right? Yeah. So David respects and honor God. So but remove God in the sin. Okay? Without God anointing without God's anointing on Saul, David could have killed Saul.
1: Yeah, if you act out of the flesh.
0: <laughs> yes, out of the flesh. <laughs> okay? Because this king is inclined to kill him. So you know. Uh, so if you remove God in the equation, then we have a dead king. <laughs> I mean, look at the <laughs> yeah. opportunity. I mean, yeah. David, I mean, Saul brought with him 3,000 soldiers. Mm-hmm. So imagine 3,000, in you know, when when they encamp uh, on a certain place. It's huge. So the king is fully secured. He feels so secure because he's surrounded by... 3,000 men. Mm. It's impossible for David to, you know, to get near through the 3,000. I mean, 100 men is a lot already. How much more? with 3,000. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. Mm. I mean, as far as your eyes can see, 3,000 men with their tents, that's a lot. Okay, so how can David, you know, you uh, get through the 3,000? So here's the thing. Saul... You know, slept inside a cave. Mm. And he did not know that David (laughs) was already inside the cave. He was far back with his men. You cannot, you know, get out of that situation alive. (laughs) If your enemy is right there and you're sleeping, (laughs) there is no 3,000 men to save you. To deliver. You.
1: Uh, if this was a Hollywood movie, then Saul was to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God, the Bible is not a Hollywood movie. <laughs> All
0: right, that's right, that's right. So, guys, I hope you can, you know, imagine this in your mind. How God, you know, delivered Saul in the hands of David, mm. and David—it's his prerogative now. But God is monitoring our hearts. How yes. do we respond? How do we react? How do we behave? But David did the right thing, and we are blessed, and many Christians are learning from this story, from this example, right?
1: Yeah, it's also a a reminder that uh, we must not act out of the the flesh, but Mm. we must uh, always uh, walk in the Spirit, because Mm. often when we act in the flesh, (laughs) then uh, there's troubles that follow.
0: That's right, that's right. So... uh, I just wanted to uh, give uh, an. Uh, I want to elaborate on this. No? Mm. What was in David's heart besides that he was so intimate with God and that he understood, uh, what do you call this? Uh, the, uh, yeah, he was intimate with God. I forgot the other, the other point, but I'd like to mention the word chain of command. Mm. You know, the chain of command uh, works like a relay. You know, we have a cell phone, but the the signal is, we have towers to relay the signal, mm. right? Now, um, uh, about messengers, okay, the message is passed on, right? Mm. So if the message is rejected, the messenger was rejected also. And the source or origin of the message was rejected also. So this is the, a principle, biblical principle that we must not, Overlook Mm. because David understood the the chain of command, okay, meaning to say, Saul, as the king of Israel, he is part of the chain of command. Yes, he did not become king just by himself, or he proclaimed himself to be king by himself. No, that that did not happen, okay. He was inaugurated to be king, Mm. but this king, King Saul, is also under authority. Mm. There is a higher authority, right? So David knew the principle. Yes, he knew Mm. the principle. So another uh, example I'd like to mention is the uh, ambassador thing, okay? The the ambassador principle. An ambassador is an official envoy or a high-ranking diplomat who represents a state to another state, Mm. all right? So uh, in that case, uh, in the case of David and Saul, King Saul Represented a higher king, mm. which is from heaven. Yeah. Okay, so David recognizes that. Yeah, that's why uh, point number nine we said David recognizes the authority God has placed on Saul. So the chain of command or ambassador ambassador principle. I'd like to read this. Uh, John, is it there? David recognizes Soul as the anointed or as the ambassador or as the representative representative commissioned by God to Israel hmm. that made Saul untouchable to David sure you agree hmm. so the main consideration for David sparing Saul's life was God not because of Saul but yeah. because of God Mm. So that's why David spared Saul, right? In other words, David spared Saul because David feared the Lord who anointed the king. Mm. So just like you mentioned a while ago. So I'd like to mention what um, John Bavir said. Yeah, yeah John Bavir, he's pronounced as Bavir. It's, it's spelled as Bavir, but it's pronounced Bavir. I heard it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, okay, John Bavir. Uh, said, your attitude towards your leader is your attitude towards God. Okay? Mm. And uh, the sa- it goes to the same principle. Um, and I believe uh, David knew First uh, 1 Chronicles 16.22. Uh, God said, touch, Do not touch my anointed ones. Do, do my prophets no harm. So this is from the Old Testament that uh, the Lord told his people, do not touch my anointed. Mm. And so David, I believe, knew it. It's yeah. also written in Psalms 105 verse 15. It says, do not touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. So since King Saul uh, is uh, also an anointed by the Lord, so uh, David was careful, right? Hmm. Um so by principle, today, uh, maybe we can read Luke 10:16. Um, this is Jesus speaking, right? Luke chapter 10:16. you have it? Yes. Um, Luke
1: 10:16. Whoever listened to you listens to me. Whoever rejects you rejects me. But whoever rejects me, rejects
0: him who sent me. What do you think? <laughs> it's a chain reaction, right? Mm. Uh, the, the, there is again this chain of command, this level. Of, so God, the, the the origin, the will, the command, the word comes from God. Yes. And then uh, Jesus was sent by God. Yes. So he's, he's the ambassador. Now, Jesus sends us. Mm-hmm. So th- there is this uh, uh, the chain. Okay, There is this connection going down. So that's why Jesus said that, because uh, whoever listens to you listens to me, mm-hmm. he said. Whoever rejects you, rejects me. So that is why the, uh, John said, uh, your attitude towards your leader is your attitude towards God, yeah. because it's, it's connected. Mm. There is this connection. Mm. Uh, These leaders that God has instituted, you know, they were called by God and established by God, anointed by God or installed or ordained by God. And so when we go against, when we uh, rebel against them, we're not just doing it against the person, Mm. but the one who sent them. Yes. Right?
1: Mm.
0: What? Do you have something in mind?
1: Yeah, sometimes uh, our pastors don't always will do something that we will maybe agree with, or we will then we will uh, maybe talk bad about them at other people. This example of what we call here in the Philippines, chismis or gos- gossip, you know, gossip. G- <laughs> gossip and say you know, bad mouth the pastor. And pastor is this and that, and that's actually. Uh, not good. I mean, because you are actually doing it unto God, because He's the representative from God. So, I think we find it often in, in in churches where people uh, 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 badmouth the pastor, and and yes, the pastors are not perfect; they're human, but they are uh, they trying their best and to
0: bring God's word. And yeah, so yes, but because they were anointed by God, we yes. should. Respect the anointing. Yes, yes, That's right. No. You know, somebody gave me this example. I heard this. I don't know. I don't remember. But you see, uh, uh, there's a big truck with uh, with the big driver. Okay, but then on on the road there was this small policeman yeah. <laughs> with uniform, and then said stop. So the big truck with the big driver has to obey. Yes. Or else there's going to be a violation, right?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's what's behind uh, the police. It's the, 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 the state. Uh,
0: yes, the state.
1: The government.
0: The government. The, the president. That is bigger than the truck and yes. the truck driver. Yes, yeah, what he represents. What that, yes, that traffic enforcer represents. Mm. You know, just recently in the news, <laughs> there, there was, you know, I don't want to mention, but I, if you are watching the news, you know what I tra- I mean, no? There, there were, you know, people who are not uh, following rules, uh, traffic rules. That's why they there was this lady who was caught by the police and she has no... Uh, um, what they call this the license driver's license at that time and so now she got in trouble etc mm. etc cetera, et cetera. so you know you cannot mess up with the state with the government
1: <laughs> the laws are there to uh, protect us
0: yes so the same thing uh, the the pastors pastors are not perfect, you know. They they, mm. they have flaws. But they're human beings. They're mm. still in flesh, mm. okay, and they're still uh, in the process. Yeah, okay. we are in. All of us are in progress. No one is perfect here except God. Yes. Okay. So if, if you uh, you you know we can we have crit, we can criticize anyone because there is something to critic about anyone because no one is perfect. Yes. But then you see the Lord, the Holy Spirit is here to teach us and train us and cause us to grow, and even through the word, through the the preaching. And so, but the main thing that you should that we should not forget is the uniform that is being, you know. Yes. Placed on people. The anointing, yeah. The anointing of the Lord, mm. because who are they representing? So at least with that, we, you know, we can honor God and respect God and be loyal to God by showing loyalty to the people that God brought to our lives to oversee us. Amen? Mm-hmm. Because pastors, these, these leaders, or or not just pastors, you know, uh, other delegated authorities, they are God's gift to us. So I'd like uh, us to read, you know, we have other scriptures. There's a lot, actually, from John concerning the... The, the thing that we read, John 12, John 14, John 15, it's there. Mm. Do you think you want to read it? I can, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, go ahead. Uh, John, which one? John
1: 12? Yeah. Okay. John 12, 44. Then Jesus cried out, whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who has sent me. Mm the one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me (laughs) for i did not speak on my own but the father who sent me commanded me to say all that i have spoken i know that his command leads to eternal life so whatever i say is just what the father has told me to say
0: so this is so clear right (laughs) clear as the Light of the sun. <laughs> of yeah, just, uh, yeah,
1: just as Jesus was representing the Father, our pastor are representing um, Jesus. So it's a chain of command.
0: Yes. Mm. So he, he was saying here that if you have seen me, you have seen Him who sent me. Yes. It is. That is how uh, you know. That's how Jesus defined the representation thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So let's let, let's give them more. Uh, Uh, Examples from John chapter 14, verse 23 to 24. Let's read that. Okay, um, Jesus replied
1: "Um, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. Mm -hmm. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Mm. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own, they belong to the Father who sent me. The
0: same, right? John 15, so we can uh, finish this. John 15, uh, 18 to 25.
1: Okay. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. Mm. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Mm. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. Mm. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. Mm. They will, okay. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also.
0: You see that? If, if uh, they obeyed my teaching, they will obey you also. Yep. All right.
1: They will treat uh, you this way because of my name. For they do not know the one who sent me, if I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin, but no, but now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done if I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin, as it is they have have seen, and yet they have hated both me and my father.
0: Yeah. You see, uh, the, the Jews during that time, I mean, the, the, the Pharisees, not the, not really the Jews, but the, 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 those who are critical of Jesus during that time, okay, um, claim that they love God mm-hmm. and that they are descendants of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they love God. But Jesus says, you know, they don't know him, because they hated, for Jesus, they hate the Father. Mm-hmm. They hate God because they hated him. So you have to understand that uh, unless you accept Jesus is God's representative, you, you cannot understand this. this. This doesn't make sense. Okay, but to one who believes that Jesus was sent by God will honor God, mm-hmm. uh, will honor Jesus because they honor God. So you see the connection. It's not just us and our fellow men, but you see God is somehow connected to this, the whole thing. Okay. So the same thing with the, the same thing with the David and Saul that, you know, God is involved in that uh, relationship. Mm. Okay. Sphere of relationship. And, uh, So that's why uh, David recognizes God's authority on Saul. okay? But the question is, what about you guys who are watching us, okay? What about you who are watching online? Do you recognize God's commensurate authority on church leaders?
1: Mm, That's a good question.
0: It's a good question, right? Mm. Anything you'd like to add to that?
1: Um, Actually, I wanted to say something about... uh, Previous um, verse. I apologize that oh, I ahead, divert. I read about the world that hates. They're talking about the hatred of hmm. of the world, and that's something that we are currently experiencing worldwide. That's and right. I think with the with the persecution on the church, hmm. and unfortunately, it will increase. Hmm. And the thing is, will we be loyal to God? Yes. And that is um, what you keep on asking. And that is actually the purpose, I think, why you do this series about our loyalty to God. Because the world, as a believer, the world will, will hate us. And um, I apologize that I'm that's, diverting that's okay. that. That's
0: okay. Mm. Uh, and uh, that also goes with the Israel thing. You know, just recently, there's a war and, mm. you know, all of these things. And now they are being persecuted and they are more hated right now. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I mean, Israel. Yes. Yeah, though Israel never started a war. Okay. They mm. did not start a war. And, and they did, not, you know, You know, the, the, there was about 3,500 to 4,000 rockets. Okay. Mm. Uh, directly. Directly. Uh, uh, what sent to Israel? I'm aiming at Israel. Okay. Aim at Israel. That's mm. right. But then Israel did not fire uh rockets directed on uh what what was the place? On uh, the ha- yes, on Gaza. Yeah Gaza. On the civilians of Gaza. Mm. No. They did not. Mm. Just on the residents of the the terrorists. <laughs> mm. So my point is that Israel doesn't want wars. They just
1: want to defend themselves. They,
0: yes, what they did was just to defend themselves and mm. just, you know, arrested the the threat, mm. which is the, the Hamas. So mm. the thing is, but they are being hated by the world right now. So the question now is this, loyalty.
1: Yeah, loyalty.
0: Where is your loyalty? Mm. <laughs> no, if you love the God of Israel... Then you will be loyal to Israel no matter uh, what the news says, what the media says, what the Midianite says in in, in mainstream media. Okay, you know where to side, Hmm. right? Because uh, you're loyal to Him. Yeah, if you believe in the God of Israel as the one true God. Okay, so remember, uh, it's about God. It's all about God. Everything pivots, you no? Know? Everything is hinged around God.
1: And the pastors are just instruments, uh-huh. uh, representing. Yes, uh, unfortunately, it is a sad reality that not all pastors are uh, are, are misrepresenting God. I mean, that is a sad reality. Yes. But in general, a lot of pastors are really trying to represent God. And
0: mm-hmm. um, then, I mean. That is true because they are also fake pastors. <laughs> All about <laughs> <And so laughs> like the money, imposters. Money, money. <laughs> we call them imposters. You know, I, I don't want to mention, but there, there yeah. are people who who introduce themselves. Online, let's say, yeah, hey, I'm this and that. This is my position. This is my title. This is my rank. But then, if you ask their, them, from where are you? Uh, where did you get your training? And who, who appointed you? And no one. Just themselves. Self-appointed.
1: Yeah, oh, not self-appointed. All, Not That's all right. pastors are appointed by God.
0: Yes, and there are some who are self-appointed. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay, so y- y- you see, you have to understand that, that uh, if there are fake news, there are also fake or imposters. I mean, fake uh, pastors. Yeah, it's uh... so we should be able to recognize the ones who are all, uh, who are genuinely appointed by God. Yes, you will see them. You will know them by their, fruit. their fruits. Yes. Okay, that's what the Bible says. You will know them by their fruits, so you, you don't need to be loyal to all the pastors. It depends, yes. okay, <laughs> because there there are really fake ones. Okay, you will know them by their fruits. Yeah, that's a very good point. Okay, so so uh, to conclude that part, uh, because you see we are, uh, we have dissected loyalty from the story of David. And King Saul mm. in, a, in in First Samuel chapter twenty four, but how are we going to connect this to this present time? Mm. Okay, so we don't have a king, we don't have you know the same thing. But in church, we have a setup where we have church leaders. So yes. we we need to go check Hebrews chapter thirteen, because this talks about the the Jewish believers. I mean, the, the God has a government also. God has a Set up his own institution, and so we can read here Hmm. from Hebrews chapter 13 because you see, it's useless if we talk about uh, loyalty from the life of uh, David's soul and not know how to apply them. Yeah, right? We have to share it. We want to share with you how will you, how can we. Apply what we learned today. Yeah the Bible is a practical book how to make, amen yes, not it just is. knowledge, but that's right. So we'd like to end this uh, discussion with this uh, two scriptures okay so we, for our application okay so uh,
1: Hebrews 13 verse 7, remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Mm-hmm. consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. For that, you would be of no benefit to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. I think this is a bit funny because we all know in ministry uh, there's a lot of difficult people and uh, just making your life very difficult That's for right. the pastor. A lot of <laughs> sifat. <laughs> sifat is not <Sifat>. <laughs> so, uh, uh, A lot of God's children is very really sifat. So it's very difficult to be a pastor. Yes. I take my hat off for you. If I have a hat, I will take it off for you. Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, well, so. I'm not doing this. And this is not self-serving, but we're just discussing Reality. Mm. Okay, uh, it's really not easy to be a pastor. It's very difficult. If you're not called to be a pastor, you will not last.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You will always be challenged. Your leadership will be challenged by by
1: people. And I think that's why a lot of pastors nowadays are quitting ministry because they cannot. Handle the pressure because there's mm-hmm. a lot of Stress. pressure in, uh, in ministry, and, and mm-hmm. part of it is people just grinding them and giving them a very hard time.
0: Hard time, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, you've been I- in church for a Christian for how many years already? Like I can't, yeah, a long time. Yeah. A long time. So, you, you've mm. seen a lot of these things happening in your church? In yeah, Africa,
1: uh, yes, and also uh, my dad, also being a pastor, also oh, I know yeah, yeah. this. I know I saw, I saw the dark side of ministry. <laughs> 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 People can be very difficult, uh-huh. but yeah, thank God for the grace of God. Fosters, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I think if pastors don't have a relationship with God and, and rely on that anointing, they cannot. Um, that's, that's why a, pastors uh, need self-care. Yes, it's very important.
0: And one of which wooden. that helps me uh, a lot is uh, gardening, you know, planting. Because plants don't don't judge you back. They don't talk back to you. They don't <laughs> criticize you. <They laughs> uh, that's why I like
1: cycling. It's self-care
0: for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And then <laughs> you can preach the gospel. You can deliver gospel Yeah, I gospel mean, it's stuff. amazing
1: opportunity also yeah. to share the gospel with a fellow biker. Yesterday,
0: can you you can tell them what happened. I mean, what? Yeah, yesterday
1: we went to ride to want to ride the uh, crocodile park, but now it's closed. But then uh, we encountered other bikers, and yeah, we just uh, by fellowship and friendship we just shared uh, the gospel by them for them, and yeah, uh, people are just looking for friendship out mm-hmm. there. And yeah, on Sundays, we know there's a lot of people biking because I prefer biking than going to church. But unfortunately, we know because of religion, it makes God boring. So that's why a lot of people like biking. It makes them click. <laughs> but I wish they, all the bikers can out, out there can discover the love yes. and the grace and mercy of Jesus. So they can uh, realize that, Amen. that Jesus is more exciting than biking. <laughs> Amen.
0: And we'd like to challenge also Christians you know mm. who have a personal relationship with the lord who are cyclists mm. you know to to share their faith right
1: yeah there's a lot of bikers out there that really needs to know about god because um they use biking as a to cope in life Mm-mm. but we know that god helps us to um with the challenges in life
0: mm-mm, mm-mm, amen we do with the pressure right now of uncertainty mm. you know people are worried and living in fear and uh, they don't know where to get the next uh, payment for their bills and yeah like this that. pandemic
1: a lot of people face a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, depression and uh, anxiety yes. levels mm-hmm. like skyrocketed yes right and really people really need the hope of the gospel mm-mm, mm-mm. and um, yeah Jesus is our hope
0: amen. Amen. So going back, going back. <laughs> so we were talking about uh, the um, dilemma that past pastors, spiritual leaders go through mm. uh, through the ministry. Uh, let's read uh, Hebrews thirteen seventeen again, but in a ESV version, mm. because if we read it in King James, it's kind of deep. But uh, this is uh, better, I think.
1: Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Hebrews 13:17 Seven. yeah. Obey your leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning for that would be of no advantage to you. This is a scary thought that all of us will have a uh, given account one day.
0: <laughs> That's right. Mm. Judgment day. Mm. And it's very clear. It says, obey your leaders and submit to them.
1: Yes, it's very important.
0: Yeah. Make it easy for your pastor, please. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think, if you believe your pastor is a, an imposter, it's a fake one, okay? Yes. You will know them by their fruits. Then you have the right to this. Dis- yes. disobey and, and, and live, okay? Yeah, yeah then... Live. I, you know, even... For me, for many years, I tell the congregation this. If you think you're not learning, you're not growing, and uh, we're not making sense to you, go find another church. We're not sending them away. We're not trying to scare them away. We're just telling that... Them that they need to bear fruit. They need to grow. They must grow to bear fruit.
1: It's like a plant. If a plant is not in a right soil, it will not grow up and it will eventually mm. die. Mm. So God wants us all to to, to grow, and, and the church is like a healthy soil. Mm-mm. And um,
0: yeah. and then, if the Lord has planted them in that church, then they should, you know, uh, pray to God that they will can participate and be fruitful, and yes. be
1: productive, right? And often our pastors come with like a pruning scissors
0: to prune <laughs> us. Ouch! 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 And, and we react, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, you think, for me as a pastor, I don't get to experience those. We, I've been through it too. Mm. You know, I, even though I'm a pastor, so I also have a pastor. You know, and and uh, and. Um,
1: you need to be accountable.
0: Yes, and be submissive. Mm. And I've been through a lot of corrections, even. Ever since when I was in uh, in uh, campus ministry, you know, you start from there. You don't start, you know, just all of a sudden you become a pastor. No, you start from uh, from the lowest, <laughs> or uh, the you know, we, we begin small, right? So we I started with campus ministry and uh, cell groups and things like that. But you see, so you will go through a lot of leaders yes. in different levels, commensurate authorities, and then you will learn to submit to every kind of leader. Mm-hmm. You know, Some are older than you, some are younger than you, some you think you are better than them. <laughs> some, <laughs> it's hard to submit if you think you're better than them. Yeah,
1: then it's very, it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah.
0: or... It's hard to submit if you think you know it all. <laughs> you know everything already to, that there is to know, yeah. then then that's pride. Okay? That yeah. is pride. So we cannot submit if you know there is this pride mm. in our hearts. And and that's why this this scripture is very shocking and you know this is a good reminder at the same time this this will correct us. Yes. Hebrews thirteen seven. Obey your leaders and submit to them, but make sure that your leader is not an imposter, Okay, you're not following a wrong person. <laughs> okay, but if you believe, proven, uh, and uh, and tested, and you you have seen the fruits, mm. and you you know it's been like for many years they have proven themselves, and they were they they also are submitted to other people. That's yeah. that's very important. Is your pastor submitted to somebody? Is yes. he accountable to somebody, or mm. is he, you know, a lone ranger? <laughs> you know, it's very important because there are some people who doesn't want to submit. They hate to submit. Yeah. You know, and and how can you pass that to other people? Yeah,
1: you don't, don't show. A, you don't have a. You don't show a good example then to your yes. people.
0: Mm. You, that's. You have to be a, an example. Okay, so. Uh, you you should do what you teach. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, you cannot, you should not mentor, okay, if you are not mentored yourself.
1: Yes, it's very important to have a mentor.
0: Mm, mm. Okay? So, you should not be mentored also by somebody who hates to be mentored mm. because uh, we cannot give something that we don't have, that yes. we don't experience, okay? Okay. Uh, okay so it says obey your leaders submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls and as those who will give an account Mm. hallelujah this this part uh, let them do this with joy and not with groaning well maybe you will ask does pastor really groan
1: (laughs) i feel like i said before it's very the, the job of a pastor can be very very difficult
0: see he's speaking as a pastor's son <laughs> that's yeah. true that is true we don't you don't see it but if you if i if there's a song i'd like to sing uh, you don't know <laughs> you know that song no. no no running home when i fall down huh? they, don't they don't know who picks me up when no, when no one is around. I
2: drop, my sword I drop
0: my sword and cry. And cry this. what? For, for just hour. a while. For just a while. This deep inside but inside this deep armor. inside this armor, a warrior the, is a child. the warrior is a, a child. a child. Wow. child of God, and hmm. and then you know, we face trials, and hmm. some people think that we are that strong. You know, we don't get hurt. So, it's okay for them to just, you know, (laughs) uh, unload their, or express their, 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 you know, (laughs) their anger and things like that. Mm -hmm. They have to consider that we also have, we we have emotion, we can get hurt. Yes. And that is why, please be careful with my heart <laughs> that's our theme song in our uh, counseling class okay <laughs> so anyway uh, uh guys uh, let them do this with joy and not with groaning for that would be of no advantage to you and uh, i remember when i was still in uh, uh in church as uh, young people and we were not really oh, following, submitting to our uh, leader as, um, in that ministry. And uh, the, I was told that my leader, my kuya, was uh, having a an LBM. You know what's an LBM? Uh, loose bowel movement? Yes. Yeah, because it was so... Uh, we were giving him a difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> when he says, Hey, let's have a meeting, and then we were not there, we we're always out, absent. I mean, we're doing things for the Lord, we preach the gospel, we go, you know, oh. we were not there because we were busy preaching the gospel. He said, There's time for everything, you have to be here because we, you know, I understand now that we need to work together, okay, because mm. uh, to, to reach more souls, mm. okay, so that was bad for me. Uh, I mean, you know, growing up in the Lord, we were young spiritually at that time. You know, I was in college that time. And uh, we were thinking that, you know, uh, the Lord may come anytime soon and so there is no more time. So (laughs) (laughs) we have to preach. (laughs) So you know what happened? (laughs) Is that we we, we ride the bus and then uh, we ride the bus and ask the driver, can we preach here? Can we share the good news? And if the driver says yes, then we start preaching. And then, uh, at the place where we're supposed to get down yeah. you know you know we, we miss that you know why because uh, we're in the middle of uh, the challenge and preaching wow. and so and then when we finish to You know, preach the gospel, deliver the gospel, and challenge the people to receive Christ. We are so far away that we have to ride another, another. we have to commute again back to the meeting place. Mm -hmm. And then we miss that again because we are preaching long, because (laughs) there are many of us. (laughs) (laughs) And then when we arrive finally to the meeting place, the meeting is over. And so our leader said... You're not here. You're absent. <laughs> you arrive. I mean, I mean, our friends are now starting to go home because the meeting is over, and now we just arrived. And I thought we were doing the right thing, and we were doing the right thing, but we are. Uh, we have given our leader headache, a difficult time, not good. And then when I. St- when i was given responsibility when when you know uh, as a leader to lead a group and then when people started to rebel to <laughs> to not submit to me and i realized okay <laughs> so now i understand this is how my leader felt when we did not submit to him
1: i want to ask you a question there are ways that we that people can show their loyalty to their, um, to their leader, to their pastor. In what ways can you say? Can people? I mean, because we know this, the other side when people are not loyal. But what is the other uh, side of being loyal? I mean, I can just think of one example. People can instead of criticizing. And badmouthing a pastor, I can instead praying for a pastor that God will give them wisdom and guidance because it's ministry is very difficult. So I don't know if you maybe can. Okay.
0: First, you have to read Hebrews 13:17. That's that's the one of the answer. That's how to. Okay. But what if you have a negative thing? Okay. You have you know there's something that you cannot understand about your pastor mm. about what. Uh, about the vision or what he just said you know so what if you're loyal to your pastor you are not going to throw the question to other members yeah you have to call the attention of your pastor and then talk to him (laughs) Privately. <laughs> You're not chica-chica or cheese Yes, fish. yes. Do not uh, gossip, gossip or slander yeah. your pastor to other people. Like, yeah. hey, is it right that the pastor will do this and do that? You don't do that, okay? If you are loyal to your leader, okay, then what you need to do is this, okay? Pastor, I have a concern. Can we talk in private? Yeah. Okay, so the pastor can explain. Or so that you can appeal to your pastor. And maybe you can help your pastor make things right. Yeah. Okay? Because pastors are not perfect. All right? So, but you have to do it in a suggestive and respectful way. Yes. Now, what if someone who is divisive comes to you and talks about your pastor? How do you show your loyalty? Okay, I'll give you a suggestion. Now, we have scriptures. I think we. this is on the topic on armor bearers, God's armor, but, but anyway, I'll just give you the, the, because you asked this question, okay? So, what if somebody comes to you and make gossip? Uh, what, what's the term?
1: Uh, As cheese a, a cheese a slander gossip. Oh, yeah, okay, gossip. Bad, bad mouth. No,
0: no. you, you, uh, Cebuano, you mentioned that. Chica, chico, chica, cheese. Chica, okay. ch- chica. Cheese, if somebody comes to you and make chica, chica, or. Cheese, me. Cheese, Instead of, you know, uh, approaching the pastor privately, mm. uh, comes to you and say, hey, do you agree that the pastor, you know, because the pastor said that so and so, blah, 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 blah. You know what you do? If you're a loyal person, mm. you should say, you should tell that person, hey, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay? Uh, wait, wait. Since we're talking about the pastor, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, pastor? <laughs> uh, brother so-and-so came here because uh, he's confused and he has questions about what you said. So please come over so we can settle it. Or we can pick on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn on the speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, guys, because if you really want s- things to be settled, you will do that. Yeah. Instead of you guys talking at the back of your pastor, backbiting the pastor, you should call the the attention mm-hmm. of the pastor so, because... Nothing can be resolved without the pastor. So do not gather and connive against the pastor. Mm. That is wrong.
1: That's backstabbing the pastor.
0: That's backstabbing the pastor. Mm. If you guys are loyal, this is what you will do. There will be no meetings about the pastor without the pastor. Mm. Call the pastor. Let's talk. But if you don't, you know, understand. You don't agree, then there's something wrong. Mm. You know, things must be uh, uh, on biblical basis. You know, uh, uh, your discussion, the principles. You know how. how you know things must be laid uh, down. Uh, incongruent, or it must agree with what the Bible says. Yes. But if not, you know. But but most of the time, most of the time. The problem is the character.
1: I can just think of another example, Pastor. Sometimes a pastor will say something in me to help me, but I will f- take offense in that. Something which he, the pastor <laughs> will... Because love is not correct just... you? Lo- yeah, he will correct me because that's a, 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 a love, true mm-hmm. love. True love is discipline. So mm-hmm. sometimes a pastor will see something in me which I need to change, and then I will take offense on that, or you know, some people will leave the church, or some people uh-huh. will of the pastor, so it's also we have to be careful how we react when we, our pastor corrects us, because that's being a part of a shepherd, is uh, to guiding the, 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 his flock inside. And, so, and I think part of the discipline, to be a pastor, to discipline people is very difficult.
0: That's right, because it's hard to correct people who are not used to, be, to, to receive correction.
1: Mm. Not, they don't have teachable.
0: You are gonna go back. You you need to trace back again the family system.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's very important. So. <laughs>
0: Man, we're going deeper now. Yeah, we are already going very, very, <laughs> very deep, 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 deep. We might deep. end up in counseling, huh? <laughs> uh, th- that's not our goal today, guys. But if you want, you can enroll in a uh, school and take the, the counseling class. So, if you want more concerning that, but again, uh, friends, uh, it is good that uh, uh, there are quarrels in church. Good, why? Because it just shows that uh, people are not perfect Mm. and that there are things, there are issues that need to be dealt with. Yes. Because if these issues do not show up, you know, they they do not surface, then there is nothing to talk about. There's nothing to be uh, corrected. There's Mm. nothing to change. Mm. But God allows things to happen in a family, so so that's normal. If there there is somehow um, a quarrel, quarrel, misunderstanding, disagreement, that happens. Mm. Okay? Every f- every family. Yeah. Every family, all churches goes through this process.
1: A church is actually a family.
0: Yes, it <laughs> is. Okay, in a family, you don't always agree. Sometimes mm-hmm. you disagree. Mm. There's a fight, quarrel. Sometimes. You know, children cry, uh, uh, parents cry.
1: Some throw a tantrum.
0: True. But, you know, our uh, ability, our skill to reconcile is also uh, being, uh, you know, dealt with. We're trained. You mm. know, we have to do something. Yeah. Especially the fathers. Yeah. Fathers must, you know, mm. uh, function. Okay? Yes. so guys we i think uh is there anything I, more
1: i just want to encourage people again get to know god because mm-hmm. if we know god then we will know loyalty and if we know the character of god then we also will know who's the true pastor and who's the imposter we will know <laughs> god will will show us so yes that, but for me i just want to encourage people just get to know god who he is and and He will sustain you during these difficult times that we are living in. That's it for today's
0: episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church service. Again, that's facebook.com slash DVO. We hope to see you there. God bless.